Welcome to an Impact Ministries production, brought to you by Impact Ministries World Changers, changing the way the world sees God. Learn how you can become a world changer today by visiting www.impactministries.com. Now, here's your host, founder of Impact Ministries and developer of Heart Physics, the self-development programs that have changed thousands of lives around the world, Dr. Jim Richards. Hello, I'm Jim Richards. I want to welcome you to Impact Cyber Church. Man, have we got a great lineup of ministry truth for you today. You know something? I, I, I just I lo- even love the word truth. You know, that's an amazing thing. When you go through the Hebrew alphabet, it's a really interesting thing. The Hebrew alphabet is a story. And in every letter in the Hebrew alphabet tells a story about our journey with God. And when you get to the very last letter of the Hebrew alphabet, that letter stands for truth. So it's telling you, and, and you know, when we think of truth, we just think about intellectual correctness. When we think about truth, we, we think about just being able to quote the verse right or just getting the information right. But with God, Truth is more than information. Truth, and matter of fact, stop and think about it. The Word of God, as powerful as it is, the Word of God is really just more of a reflection of who God is, of, of, of what His character is. So truth is when who God really is and what God really has for us Truth is when that becomes self-evident, when it manifests in our life. In other words, entering into the truth is not just entering into the right information. It's entering into the information. It's entering into the experience. It's entering into the connection with God where who God is and what God has for you manifests in your life. And I'll tell you what, today I want to talk to you about the primary factor that causes truth to manifest in your life. And you know something? So many people that I minister to, they have the informational part of the truth. They just haven't figured out how to get the informational part of the truth to manifest in their life where it's, where it's a reflection of God's character, where it's a reflection of God's greatness, where it's a reflection of, of all that God is in you and for you and towards you. So you know what? Man, get your notebook out, get your pens, get your paper, and you don't send this link to this program to other people because you know what? We want people all over the world to be able to enter into God's truth. Remember, not just the truth information, but the truth, the whole experience, the whole reality that reflects God and reflects God's character. You know something, and, and, and I just I, I, hope, I want to encourage you in this. I hope I hope this comes across the way I intended, because you know, forty five years of ministry, I, I've met so many people that had discovered the true information, and and really were very very sincere about God, very sincere about about wanting this information, this Word of God to manifest in their lives. And so many times we get stuck. And, you know, there's there's a lot of things that can cause us to get stuck. And, you know, we can obviously go in a thousand different directions. But there is one thing that the Bible brings out as the core factor. Now, those of you who have been following my ministry for a long time, 
you know that one of the things I always try to do is I always try to get down to what the core factors are. What what is the root that we need to correct? Because if you, if you get the root right, then then the the trunk is right, then the branches are right, then the fruit is right. But if you don't get the root right, then you're you're just dealing with symptoms. So I'm always trying to get down to what we used to call in um, in leadership is critical factors. You get the critical factors right, everything else tends to fall in line. And God showed us one of, one of, if not the most critical factor that we have to get it right. And if we don't get it right, then nothing else ever falls exactly into place the way he intends it to. You know, Deuteronomy 6.5 is a powerful, powerful verse. And it says this, it says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Now, <clears throat> one of the things that, that immediately comes into play here is the fact that our greatest call, our greatest concern in relating to God is whether or not we are actually, truly, deeply in love with God. And but even more than that, and this is where it gets down to the critical factor. You see, you can take love and you can get the information about love right and you can, you can be trying to produce somehow. Have you ever tried to produce love? I mean, that's kind of a, kind of a crazy thing. But, uh, uh, you know, I can, I can remember, well, actually, I never dealt with this myself because, you know, when I gave my life to the Lord, I was so messed up. My life was so full of emotional and physical pain and agony that the real truth is I experienced such a relief, such a deliverance uh, uh, from God that it was, being in love with God was easy because it was, it was it's experiential. It was something real was happening in my life. But over the years, I've dealt with many people that weren't deeply and passionately in love with God, but they, they want it to be, but they really didn't know how to intellectually bring themselves to a place where they're in love with God. And I, listen, I know people struggle with that. And don't condemn yourself for this. Uh, condemning yourself never helps solve any problem. You know, this scripture that I just read, th this was one of the most important scriptures in, in Judaism. And, uh, and so what the Jews would do is the Jews would confess this scripture three times a day uh, in the attempt to connect to God's love. Now, that's a pretty amazing thing to, to say, okay, if maybe if I just read this scripture enough, that tells me to love God. And, and let me tell you something. Oh, I, I just wish I adequately knew how to convey this to you. You know, remember, we don't even have a word in the English language that properly conveys what the Hebrew word for commandment means. You know, we just come up with the concept that a commandment is just a rule, something you've got to obey, something you have to do, whether you want to do or not. And, and, um, and, and so, you know, we, we turn the concept of a commandment into something in, incredibly, incredibly negative. You know, I was sitting uh, yesterday, one of my daughters uh, was over visiting and, and we were sitting on the porch. Uh, beautiful day here in Alabama. You know, it was, uh, it was only about 80 degrees 
late in the afternoon and you know we have a big front porch and it's shaded and we have fans and so you know we were doing this southern thing man sitting on the front porch with the with the breeze blowing uh, across us just enjoying one another's company and i had to put in a little parenthesis you know for years and years uh that was a gathering place for people in our local congregation they would come by on sunday afternoon and see us on the porch and just pile up on the porch with us and you know we had a great time but anyhow i'm sitting there with my daughter and um you know we're 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 discussing uh we're discussing people's confusion about god making bad things happen in in their life and you know my daughter said something that as a father and as a bible teacher makes me very very proud and this is you know if my kids didn't get anything else one of the things they all got is that God is not bad. God is not mad. God is not mean. God is not out to get me. And God does not bring pain into my life. And, you know, and she was just talking about that concept and, and how she'd had the opportunity to share that with some people and how foreign it was to them that, you know, that God's good and that, and that God's always good. And, you know, we were, you know, we were just talking about the commandments. She said, you know, uh, to me, all I know, all, the way I understand the commandments is, is this is just like a parent telling their child how to avoid pain and how to make life work. And, you know, that's really what the commandments are. So when God's saying, you know, thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind, we would, in our legalistic, uh, left brain, uh, intellectual thinking would immediately say, okay, God has commanded me that I have to love him. You know, no, the real truth is God has given you a prescription that, that's really a lot more gentle than commanding. It's like God has given you a prescription that says, you know, this, this is the way to, to life at its best is to love the Lord your God. But you notice it didn't say just to love, love God. It said to love your, the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. Now you start realizing here that in loving God, having a loving relationship with God. Now, now stop and think. Faith works by love. The word faith is basically just trust. Trust works when you know that the person that you're trying to trust actually loves you. You know, when you have nothing to fear about a person, when you have no reason to believe that they're going to hurt you, but you have every reason to believe they're going to help you and they're going to be for you and they're going to, they're going to take up your side. When you can, when you trust in another person's love, there is no fear, which means there will be uncompromising faith. There will be uncompromising trust. And if you believe what religion and most of the world believes about God, the real truth is you can never trust him with all of your heart. Now, love is a heart factor. Faith or trust is a heart factor. In fact, everything that God calls us to do in relationship to him is something that is supposed to occur in our heart. You know, uh, <clears throat> Many people have, over the years have wanted to know how do, how do I do devotional studies? How do I, you know, what I what do I do in, in in reading the Bible? What do I do in you know seeking God? What's my what's my personal uh, prayer life like? Well, well, I can tell you this: my personal prayer life is is about quality more than it's about 
quantity. You know, it's just like in my relationship with my wife. You know, honestly, even though I work from, from the study in my home every single day, that does not mean that Brenda and I have just unlimited time together. And the real truth is, you know, unlimited time with somebody can make you love them or it can make you despise them based on uh, really what's in your heart, based on what's happening when you're together. And sadly, many people in their, in their relationship with God and in their pursuit to build intimacy and connection with God uh, kind of make it about quantity rather than quality. You know, I, I have to tell you, I have taught this and people have misunderstood it. I mean, I always try to make it clear. But you know, one of the most powerful tools I ever developed was the prayer organizer. And when I first started teaching the, the prayer organizer, I would encourage people to try to, to come to a place where they could, would spend an hour a day with the Lord. And uh, uh, But I also told people, which nearly no one ever heard, was at some point in time, you know, this, you're starting out doing something because you choose to, and it's sort of a discipline when you start it out. But at some point in time, it becomes something that's alive. It becomes something that is inter, interactive between you and God. And, and it no longer has anything to do with how long you spend there as much as it has to do with what happens while you're in connection with God, with how intimate and powerful uh, those factors are. I tell you, there's, there have been times when I have been facing monumental crises and, and, you know, because I was, my soul was so vexed and troubled and I couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't keep my attention focused on God. My attention kept going back to whatever the problem was that it would take me hours sometime of, of just reaching the place where, where I was able to let go of all that stuff and and connect with God. Now, that wasn't because God was making it hard for me to find him. It wasn't because God was far, far away waiting for me to pray enough to prove something. It had nothing to do with all that. It just had to do with me. It's no different than the times what husbands do. They come home from work sometimes and, man, they've had a difficult day at work and they're trying to spend time with their wife, but their you know their mind is somewhere else. And at some point, the wife is like, finally, like, like, like where are you want you know you're not here you're not really spending time with me we're sitting in the same room together but you're not spending time and and so so you know connecting to god god's always ready to connect god's always trying to connect god's always ever present to connect and he's ever present to minister and to heal and to deliver and, and, but you know i'm telling you man that there have been times where i would just it would take hours hours then there have been other times where, man, I would be facing something monumental, and it was, it was like before I could even uh, re realize consciously, uh, before I could even draw a breath, I would sense being in the presence of God, and I would experience the solution to that problem even before I prayed. You know, God said that. He said, I'll answer before you pray. That, that's that, that's an amazing thing, which we could spend hours getting into. But the point is, uh, all of those factors about trying to connect with God, trying to experience what, what, what God has, are factors of faith, love, but ultimately, whether or not those are rooted in the heart. You know, you go back to everything that God ever said. Uh, you know, we, we, we take 
we read these Old Testament scriptures sometimes, and man, we take these so far uh, away from what God intended because we leave out the most critical factors. You know, Deuteronomy 6, 6 and 7, uh, which we just read in Deuteronomy 6, 5, it goes on to say this. Now, now keep in mind, in, in verse 5, he says, I want you to love me with your heart. Then verse 6, he says, and these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. In other words, if the word's not in your heart, it's, it's, it's really not any benefit. God's not saying, I just want you to run through a bunch of commandments. He's not saying, I just want you to uh, always do the right thing. He's saying, I want this in your heart. Now, now keep in mind, the Hebrew word for word is a word that reflects really the manifestation of who God is. See, the reason God wants His Word in our heart, not just our mind. See, in your mind, you have information. But when you believe something in your heart, you have experience. And it's not just an emotional experience. Your, your mind can give you an emotional experience, and there's nothing wrong with that. You want that. You want that to happen. But if that emotional experience is not manifesting in life and transformation, then it's just an emotional experience that is not yet a heart belief. Because, now let me say this. You take that word and you think on it and you have emotional experience and you're combining God's word with an emotional experience, that is how the Word ultimately gets in your heart. But see, for most of us, we just stop when we have that emotional experience and we're like, I've got this. I'm, but the problem is that somewhere it really just turns into, I know this. And, and then we think God let us down. Then we think, oh man, you know what I do wrong? Well, re remember, when something is in your heart, you know your heart is the core of your being. In your heart, is where who you are as a spiritual being and who you are as a living soul come together. This is, this is where spirit and soul meet. And this actually forms what the Bible calls your conscience. You know, the word conscience is, uh, is dual knowledge. Your conscience is where the knowledge of who you are in relationship to God and the knowledge of who you are based on how you think and live your life and what you do with your life. And, and this is where all of this comes together and creates for you an internal identity, an internal sense of who you are. And at the end of the day, you, you know, you can go all kinds of places with, with teaching about faith. And, and, and I'm not saying that any of it is wrong but so much of what we've been taught about faith, because it leaves out the heart, therefore it leaves out identity, it's standalone teaching. It's one-dimensional teaching. It's teaching you a dimension of faith, but it's leaving out the critical factor. It's leaving out the most important factor, and that is whether or not it's alive in your heart. Because the reality of it is you are going to live and think and function based on your sense of identity, your sense of self, how you see yourself, who you believe you are. And, and no matter what component of faith you attempt to operate 
even if it's scriptural, even if it's true, it doesn't mean it's brought you to the truth because it can't bring you to the truth until you believe it in your heart. Does that make sense? I'm not trying to... See, this. Here, here's the thing. God's truth is so simple that it's hard to explain. It's so simple in life experience that it's just... When, when, you, when you say it as simple as it really is, believe this in your heart and it's real to you. That's it. Believe this in your heart and this becomes your experience. Believe this in your heart and you have what you believe. That's it, you know. But because of our brainwashing by the world system, before we can believe that in our heart, we want more information. And you know what? Thankfully, God provided some information. Let me share something with you. I, I, I'm I'm going to do this. This is listen. This is a big step. I'm I'm I am literally in doing this. Going to be giving away tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of dollars uh, of income for this ministry. You know, Heart Physics is a program that I launched years ago. I mean, and it, and it spent. Well over 10 years, maybe 15 years ago, we launched heart physics. But I had spent about 30 years developing heart physics. 30 years of my, of my life, 30 years of uh, of one-on-one -on -one ministry to other people, 30 years of counseling and substance abuse work, 30 years of... of, of uh, and, and see, these kinds of things are not built from the pulpit. These kinds of things are built one-on-one, -on -one, walking with God, you walking with God, people walking with God, getting feedback. And so <clears throat> I was talking with some, some of my members of, of my team. And you know something? Let me just say this. If you're, you know, particularly if you're watching this program, you're new to this ministry. You know what? I have such an incredible team around me. And, and it is this team of people around me that makes it possible for these messages to go to the ends of the earth. And I'll tell you what, my team is passionate about helping people. You know, they're passionate about people getting what they need. Now, so I was talking to my team not too long ago, and they just said, you know something, we have got to find a way to get heart physics into the hands of more people because you know, heart physics is an expensive program. If you're not familiar with heart physics, it's like a, it's a 30 day life renewal program. And for people who are saying, you know, I am going to, I want to start connecting with God from my heart. I want to start living my whole life from my heart. I want to get out of just being stuck in this, in this intellectual mind. I mean, you're not throwing away intellectual, but I want to get, get out of this being stuck thing. And I want to, I want to get to where I am in constant contact with God in my heart. And I can recognize the voice of God and, and I can make this journey. And so, so here's, here's a way that we decided that we could do this. We're going to do something incredibly unique. Now, this is, even though I'm, I'm sharing with you about this opportunity that we have in this, this is still important to this message that I'm talking about because what I have found is in this, in this Western world, so alienated from how God actually created us, so distracted by, by every electronic device and television and phone and tablet and, and on and on and on and on. The real truth is we have forgotten who we are and we have forgotten how to connect with God from our hearts. And I, and so heart physics, 
was basically where I created tools and exercises so that you could learn how once again to connect with God in your heart. And so it's been out, been on the, on the market for 10 or 15 years. And I've got to tell you, we have gotten thousands of testimonies of physical healings, of emotional healings, I mean of life transformations. But this is really important you understand this. Heart physics though, isn't about any of those things. I always tell people, don't go into this trying to get healed. Don't go into this trying to do anything other than connect with God from your heart. You can have God from your heart. He'll take you on a journey to solve all those other problems. So I, I've wanted to do this. I haven't known how to afford how to do it. But now with Impact Unlimited over at MoveYourBoundaries.com, we have figured out a way to do this. We are putting the entire 30-day heart physics essential up at Impact Unlimited. So if you bought this module, it would cost you $250. Well, a month at Impact Unlimited is just $29.95. And what we're going to do, because I want thousands of people involved in this. I want thousands of people making the most uh, important life journey that they've ever made since they became a believer. And so what we're going to do is we're going to create at Impact Unlimited, we're going to create a community where all of you will jump in at the same time. All of you that want to will jump in at the same time. And you're going to go through very specific training. And you're going to go through very short classes uh, that you'll take on a daily basis. And every single day, you're going to go through a daily heart physics program that I have designed to get you connected with God in your heart. And uh, But what I'm going to do, and by the way, I, I personally guide you through every one of these exercises. And, uh, and I provide daily, weekly, monthly teaching. But here is the thing that's going to be so different. We're going to create a Facebook page, a closed Facebook page for members only that are going through heart physics together. And every week I am going to do live coaching on this Facebook page so that I can help answer the questions that you have and help walk you through this. And of course, the great thing is, besides heart physics, you will have access to hundreds of hours of other incredible material. So today, and really for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be talking to you about the heart because I want you to see how important learning to connect with God from your heart, learning to believe from your heart. And, and also, I want to connect you with a group of people that are making the same journey that you are, a group of people who are, who are committed to knowing God from their heart. Because remember, Truth in your heart. Your heart is your sense of yourself. Your heart is the seed of who you are. The heart is the seed of love and faith, all these kind of things. But truth in your heart means that who God is, the reality of who God is, manifests in every aspect of who you are. So go on over to uh, moveyourboundaries.com and, and get your place saved 
so that when we launch this uh, in, in just a few weeks, you will have a place guaranteed in this. And I'll tell you what, we're going to make a heart we're going to make a heart journey together. And I'm going to make the journey with you. I'm going to go back and go through the same heart physics program that you do every single day because I, I, I want to be totally synced up with you. And you know, many of you may have already been through heart physics, but you say, you know what? I've kind of gotten away from that. Get back in. Let's all do it together again. There's a lot. Every time you do heart physics again, you have a new experience with God because your heart's changed and God's taking you someplace new. Listen, I hope this has been a blessing to you. I hope that you understand why more than any other single factor, you've got to be able to connect to God in your heart. And by the way, be sure and like this program if you're watching on YouTube or subscribe because this will help millions of people see this all over the world. Thanks for listening to the weekly Impact Ministries World Changers podcast with Dr. Jim Richards. If you like what you've just heard, we encourage you to share our web address, www.impactministries.com with friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out the resources section of our website for previous podcasts and our videos. Join us next week for another great message by Dr. Jim Richards.